0: Steve, do you mind moving out of the way? I've got something I just want to put down okay, over here. Uh,
1: wait, wait. Let me move my Teddy Roosevelt biographies. Hang on, one a second. Okay, okay go. Uh, okay,
0: it's uh, this is just a bit a big old fan I have, and uh, you see it's written on the side here. Um, United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So I'm just gonna leave this <coughs> over here by you. A fan, okay. like a big rotating fan. Yeah, like a big fan, like for keeping yourself mm. cool. I'm just gonna move back over here. What? Uh, do it's you mind? Beside, it's, I'm a bit hmm? nervous having this thing beside me. Yeah, do you mind turning it on, please?
1: Uh, eh. cool.
0: um I don't know why you grunt when you turn things on. That's weird. Uh, okay, I've got this bag People here. People grunt
1: when I turn them on. Oh, hello. <laughs> I've got this bag here. Um, do you see something written on the front of it? Uh, no, I can't make it out from here.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the room. It says um, uh, UK General Election 2019 <laughs> on it. And if I no. open it up, there's some... I've got some feces here. Oh. Now, uh, you might want to stand back. I don't know what's going to happen here. Aim right. Aim correctly. (laughs) Aim true. Okay. Hold on. Yeah! Uh, Oh, God! uh, Oh, it's everywhere! uh, Oh, my God!
1: uh, (laughs) Who knew this would happen? Did you know this would
0: happen? Oh, it's on the ceiling! Oh, my God! Oh! Oh, it got all the way up to Scotland somehow. There's little
1: bits of blonde fur all over it. What's going on? Oh, no. It's either Ted or something else. Oh, God. I think I finally get what that expression is about. (laughs) I also, you know, the old expression the grandma used to say, how about them really over-contrived metaphors, eh, son?
0: Hopefully, I can edit that to be something other than just utter nonsense. Nah, well, sure, it's appropriate considering how astounded we are by these results. Shall we talk about this? So we're, we're this is a special Minnesota recording yeah. because something weird happened last night. Well, and yeah, yeah, and and, and and weeks and months and years preceding. Is this unrelated again?
1: Are we still build, building up to what we're supposed to be talking about?
0: Yeah, the election, this goddamn yeah. general election. Yeah. Uh, now, I know, because I, I've read the Forbidden Prophecies, I knew that it was foretold that the pale one would rise, he who is white of head and <laughs> portly of belly, <laughs> would, would rise once more. It's like our love child. <laughs> but but everyone, everyone, no one saw this coming. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, or at well, least they were afraid to say.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we didn't not to, not to do, let's OK, let's take a step back. Let's talk about the results of what happened. So we've the results came in last night. The the election, the vote happened yesterday. Yeah. And we got the results in overnight. Early exit polls kind of foretold what eventually ended up being the case. What happened? What were the results, Steve?
1: Um, the Conservatives managed to pull off an absolutely massively winning strategy, not in terms of necessarily vote gain across the country. But in terms of targeting the sweet the seats, all them remember back when we did our um like our pre pre game coverage back a, a month yeah. ago, we said it was all about Workington man. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, they targeted Workington man and he came out in force and he voted for them. I was really surprised so as actually. a as a recap
0: for as a recap for people who might who might have missed that episode, shame on you by the way. But uh, what is this Workington man demographic and why was it so important?
1: It's it's working class white, middle-aged man who lives in the middle or north of England who would have voted Labour for all of his life, would have, his father would have voted Labour. Because
0: of their, like, Labour policies. the kind of Working class, like, pro-union, yeah.
1: building things. But of course, that's not really how the UK is made up anymore. So these guys have been without a home, but have traditionally still voted Labour anyway, except they also mm-hmm. voted for Brexit. And right. Boris Johnson and his crew th- saw an opening there because we'll talk about it more, but the Labour Party did not have a Brexit policy, really. And mm-hmm. yeah, they were completely right. They managed to sweep in and snatch up, snatch up them seats. I mean, 75 mm. gains in total. That's yeah, massive. that's massive.
0: That's massive. Um, like, it, it compared this to, last, to the last, the 2017 election, in the polls beforehand, Conservative Party were, what, 10 points ahead and there was a similar gap in the polls beforehand. Yeah. But whereas in 2017, Labour managed to close that gap on election day uh, causing a hung parliament but this time around it's like the absolute opposite happened.
1: that's what I like I mean I was really hesitant to say I thought the Conservatives were going to win simultaneously because I was afraid to in case I got given out to right. but also because I was afraid to because you know nobody can really predict anything anymore but it turns out the polls were kind of right it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like they didn't when the when the election started if they had if the Tories had gotten that vote that they were predicted to get it would have been even bigger Mm. But Labour did manage to claw some of it back, but not enough and not in the places that they needed to. They're, they've been wiped out in places that have voted Labour for, for generations. I mean, essentially seats that since they've been created back in before World War One, World War Two are not Labour anymore. Always have been. It's insane.
0: Yeah, there's what they called, I saw on the coverage last night, the um, the red wall. Mm. Like when you look up the north on the map of like the different constituencies, there's a big red wall across the north of England and that's like crumbled and you can start to see all these huge pockets of blue absolutely everywhere. The BBC... Tearing apart what was once.
1: The BBC had a big jigsaw and they had a lady putting down tiles, each one representing I a sea. I saw seat, that. And she pointed out this morning that for the first time she can walk across blue from coast to coast. She could never do that before. Oh wow. So it's a blue wall she, now. And, she, and she's cursed to be trapped there as well.
0: <laughs> so it's helpful that she can now cross it. Um, so what, why... What? why is there such a big conservative gain and such a massive Labour loss? Is it because this was a Brexit election and it was like the Tory Boris Johnson's thing of get Brexit done and that's just what really resonated or is it because of Corbyn's weaknesses and it's like what? Why, why have you seen this? Uh, the this, answer to your questions
1: is yes to all of them. It was a Brexit election. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn was weak and I mean he managed to he managed to not be weak in 2017. He managed to get a bit of um, glitter about him, a bit of razzmatazz. And yeah, he had the power of grime behind him. Yeah, but he had the power of grime behind him this time, but it didn't, it didn't seem to have the same kind of effect, um, or at least mm-hmm. it didn't. I think it's three things. So yes, it was about Brexit. People are sick and tired of Brexit. They see Boris Johnson as offering an immediate out, and so mm-hmm. at least to get it done, even though in saying that there was still like a 52%... Overall remain vote if you counted if you, that means if you count labor as a remain party, which I'm not sure you should, and um, there was also people just don't like jeremy Corbyn um right he his 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 grimy wonder has rubbed off, and he's just an old socialist now who's not very charismatic, isn't able to hold a national campaign mm. was beloved by woke young liberals from the cities, but not by Mr wokington man and his ilk they were they fled from him. Um, and then the third one as well is that it's a bigger thing that's kind of shifting across most of the Western world to most of Western democracies. It's towns versus cities now and um, big cities mm. and, and big towns are kind of becoming liberal labor voting, democratic voting places. And then the the countryside and the, the, the smaller towns and um, medium sized towns, whatever way you want to slice it off, they're really mm. going towards this, this, this like. Republican conservative side right, and Boris and Johnson managed to grab all them. And it's pretty and you can
0: again I'll I'll stick a link actually in the show notes to that red and blue map and you can really see that London there's this big huge ring around a couple of you know, core constituencies in the middle but it's a big huge red Labour ring mm. but then as you start radiating outwards it's just blue 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 yeah. tiny green <laughs> <laughs> if I hear there one green I'm maybe a little <laughs> for the but it's, it's it's mostly that sea of blue that we talked about earlier. Um, do you want to talk about the other parts of the UK, Scotland and Northern Ireland, because these are interesting conversations as well?
1: Yeah, they kind of went their own way. Um, Scotland now is the same as Northern Ireland that you can't really count it as a as a as a, a usual. UK election place I mean Mm. Wales and England seem to follow the same kind of patterns but Scotland has its own thing now so the SNP managed to reclaim all the seats that they lost in the last election and they're back up Mm -hmm. to how many are they back up to now Um, 48 48 48, yeah I mean that's nearly all the seats in Scotland
0: yeah and there's it's worth noting there's not a single Conservative seat in Scotland is there not
1: no there are there are two there are two around Aberdeen that managed to hold on to them oh is there I thought there was Um, none yeah but the Labour as far as I know only have one Oh man. They managed to lose the few that they managed to grab back in the last election. And Scotland used to be like sixty seats for Labour. It used to be Labour town. Yeah. And that's huge. Now it's
0: SNP City.
1: SNP City. And I mean it's hard to determine. Does this mean that they want to have independence? Mm. Maybe. It's certainly worth asking the question again. And that's gonna that's gonna open up a whole can of worms because um Boris Johnson is not inclined to let them have another referendum.
0: We were we were chatting about this um last night during the results is he the ultimate decider on this or if if there was a really strong mandate from Scotland that they did want to have a second independence referendum could they pull it off even though the Tories have said they wouldn't entertain that
1: no essentially as the legislation is now it has to come from both Holyrood the Scottish Parliament and Westminster the UK Parliament and since mm-hmm. the the conservatives have such a massive majority they can block any attempt to to try and push new legislation to change that um saying that the the SNP will try their best to take it to the courts and as we've seen but in the last couple of years who knows how the courts are going to decide but yeah I'm shrugging but Steve and I are
0: using video conferencing for the first time so we can now see each other like, and he can now see when I shrug I, I shrug a lot like during very big and gesture <laughs> like as well not- my hands are it's my hands I constantly look like I'm in the first, refer, the first phrase of YMCA by the village people young man Talk, talking back? why oh god why <laughs> why 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 everything is burning and why 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 um, before you yeah which which village person would you be hmm out of all, like, the, the Builder, the Native American. I should probably lose him. That's a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> Why? It's a bit racist. Like, this is racist. There was never a Native American man playing him. Well, again. update it then. Cast him as Native American. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll get woke. Our new woke village people band that we're starting. <laughs> because there was a policeman. There was a Builder. We're accusing the there village people na- now
1: of not being fucking woke enough.
0: <laughs> okay with the Times village people. Uh, are they still touring? I don't know. So there's Builder, policeman, Native American... Uh, like Navy sailor mm. uh, who was there like a
1: chef <laughs> <laughs> the Swedish chef from the Muppets who used to drop in every so often who would you be uh, maybe the sailor I like the open ocean it's nice that's true I can never pick you'd, I, <laughs> I think you'd be the cop I yeah I could get this
0: this beard down to a nice mustache mm. and I'd be a very tasteful tasteful cop Uh, oh. Northern Ireland <laughs> Northern Ireland, yes. Okay, so we talk about Scotland, um,
1: Northern Ireland. Okay, what happened there? Yeah, big things happened there. As the DUP. What happened there? They lost two seats, including the leader. Their leader in Westminster, Nigel Dodds. It looks like they used to they used to get a few in Belfast. They've kind of been pushed out of Belfast. So it's kind of similar to the geography thing I was saying, where you have the the particularly conservative party not doing well in the city, and well, they don't really have the equivalent of a Labour party. But either way, the Conservative Party isn't doing so well in the city, and right. yeah, I'm delighted. I can't. If I can stand the DUP, I think they're a terrible party. So feck'em them. DUP won't let DV. Let DV. <laughs> fuck. You're very musical. Have you been listening to music rather than news today to try and stay away from the madness?
0: I've been getting. I said. I know. I said this in the last episode. Really deep into my whale song. so <laughs> So fucking relaxing. I've been going between uh, Wales to balance out my anxiety and all the um, the kind of stress of just existing over here in London. Um, whale song and Icelandic ambient music, so like Sigur Rós and Jonzied and stuff, mm. and then Village People, of course. <laughs> just a j- It's a very, a very eclectic mixtape. Um, your your Spotify twenty 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 result is going to be very weird. Let's talk about first past the post. <laughs> yeah, because th- th- that obviously is the system that UK is using but how did it affect how this election went down and let's also do a bare bones recap for people who don't know
1: First past the post is one of the simplest ways of voting you have an election and whoever gets the most votes wins Yeah. Um, as opposed to PR which we have in Ireland Proportional representation you get votes one, two however many you want and after if your number one preference gets thrown away then you get to transfer to your number two your number three and so on it's a lot more complicated Mm -hmm. than that but Ultimately, it's about making sure that smaller parties get more of a shout, that more v- right. more votes get counted, because right. if you think about it, if you have three people running in one seat, and one person gets thirty one percent, and the other two get thirty percent, and oh no, we we lose the other votes. Um, the, <laughs> Where are they? odd that know, person <laughs> who got thirty one percent gets a hundred percent of the victory? Right, is that necessarily fair? I don't mm. think so. Yeah, it's a more new, PR is a more nuanced approach, I guess you could describe it. As yeah, it. I mean, the it's actually funny. The British Empire used to try and enforce it upon countries as they were leaving. But for some reason, the origin of the British Empire refuses to put it into its own system. Do you think they ever will? Um, I don't know. They had the referendum on AV, which is a form of that. But it's uh, it's tough. Like, you see, the thing is, is that the Conservative Party have done very well out of this. They only gained 1.2% in the general population poll, but they managed mm-hmm. to win 66 seats so why would you change the formula that helps
0: you got you there yeah Yeah. it's like same argument for the electoral college i guess in the states exactly
1: yeah and i mean Mm. well that that's a little bit easier because at least that's the that's choosing one office the presidency and that technically would get decided by someone else but you know yeah yeah and like i mean labor have never made any effort to change it either because when they do well on it why would they change it themselves Mm -hmm. but maybe after this they're going to be more inclined to talk about it because Talking about big picture stuff, it doesn't seem likely that Labour are going to get back in power anytime soon.
0: Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about what the new version of Labour is going to look like post-2019 general election. But yeah, it seems like there are going to be some changes have to be made. Can we talk a little bit about our bubble? Because I've seen some tweets, you know, I've seen the memes. I was convinced we had memes on our side. Hashtagging.
1: Yeah, we had all these things on our side. Why didn't we but win? everybody on my Twitter said that Jeremy Corbyn would lead us to victory. Tell, talk to me about this. Talk to me about my bubble. It's the same problem that's been going on since, I guess, Brexit first, the vote. I guess that was the first big one. And then when Donald Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of why you left me those drunken voice messages to start this podcast you started to see you're like yeah. oh these are, they are these opinions outside of what I'm normally used to yeah like yours wasn't necessarily yours was actually like oh I'm in places that are different but even mm. when you think or, or, in that, or in that case Ubers, Ubers. <laughs> <laughs> I was in an Uber with someone who had a slightly different
0: political view to me and I panicked because <laughs> I was so drunk and I didn't know what to say so I just sent Steve voice messages rather than talk engage in political
1: discourse with my Uber driver yes. And I guess the point is, is that it is uncomfortable to find people that you don't agree with. So you tend to not surround yourself with people that you disagree with. And that that includes online. And not only that, but like the partisan nature, especially of Twitter. Twitter is an absolute cesspit these days. I I really, really, in 2019, the thing I've learned is that I, I don't think it's helpful at all. Like... Yeah, there's a new Brewdog bar after opening in Dublin it looks feckin' amazing Mm -hmm. but I only found out that it opened today because of someone complaining about how homophobic apparently they are for whatever reason what? I don't know I didn't click the link but the point is is that you'll always find someone giving out about something on Twitter granted sometimes yes there are reasons of course if there are reasons that Brewdogs should be challenged on homophobia then of course but at the same time sorry Steve I'm I'm gonna jump on Twitter and wade into this debate (laughs) The dirty, dirty 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 Oh, I just typed it in our red, Google Doc.
0: Dirty Furdy, dirty furdy dirty, duty. Dirty, dirty. <laughs> you did say typed all of that. In our you Google. said dirty
1: dirty yoke of lot. You you typed yoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I th- oh, I did. It looks like yoke of duty. <gasps> Look here, yoke of duty. <laughs> the new hick. So it, listeners, uh, that when I was doing all that frantic typing, I actually was open in our uh, shared show notes Google Doc, and I typed out a bunch of gibberish. But in the, towards the end of it, is hidden. Yoke of Duty. It's the new Call of Duty game.
1: Chickens. Yeah. What does this Chicken mean? Wars. We're waiting <laughs> for it. Yeah. So going back to the bubble part. Um, yes. I mean, it isn't just that. It also has an effect that if you have a divergent opinion to the people that you surround yourself with, you're a little bit less inclined to, to give it as much credence because you're like, oh, well, everyone around me says that I'm wrong. So therefore, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I was afraid to even say, remember when we recorded... A brief prediction in the start of the last episode. I was afraid to say that I thought the Conservatives were going to win because the last time I was saying that, I was number one. I was wrong, ish. They mm-hmm. did win, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> and then also, I I thought that people that I know would be angry with me for saying it.
0: Yeah, and it's not like you're saying you support them. You're just saying your prediction, but that can also be interpreted as by certain yeah. people as a means of uh, support. But ha- yeah, I think in our end of year wrap up and in some episodes to come, I think we'll talk a little bit more about this. Um, as a concept and how we can break away from it. But it's something to watch out for. Pop the bubble, people. Let's talk about what these parties are going to do now, particularly Labour, because yeah. it was such a big loss. Huge. It seems like it has to be a massive turning point for them. Like, what does the new version of Labour post-2019 general election look like? What's this sexy new rebrand that I assume they're already working on? Mm. Like, is Labour as a name working for them, or should they be called... Um, Labor Two, Ruby Go- Ruby Gold, the De- Labor Two, the sequel to Labor. I was going to say Ruby Gold Deluxe.
1: <laughs> well, you see, they did do that before. That's what that's what um, the Blair Project was. He turned it into New Labor, and they effectively were called New Labor. <laughs> I was th- thought of the Blair Witch Project. There for a sec. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> the, part. Blair pro- the Blair Project, that found footage horror thing that Tony Blair did. Yeah, he was running away from Michael Foot, who was the eighties equivalent <laughs> of Jeremy Corbyn. But sorry, yes, this, this, t- tell me about the Blair Project. The Blair Project was an attempt to, to like Labour had similar problems to now, but a bit different. They had militant left-wing um, activists who tried to take control of the party in the 80s, well, the 70s and the 80s, and it wasn't working out so well for them electorally during the Thatcher years. There was a huge struggle, including um, they had a leader called Neil Kinnock who wanted to take them more to the centre. The, the party apparatus tried to stop them. Eventually they got hammered. And it took it took someone like Tony Blair, who people used to say, was he even Labour or could he have equally have been just as comfortable in the Tory party Mm -hmm. to change them? And he was part of that that third way centrist movement that we talked about before. It had a lot of problems, but at the same time, it allowed left wing parties to win elections, Mm. which they don't seem to do. I mean, you're going to have people, the people like that I follow that are. Corbynites are in pieces, understandably. Their project has mm. been trashed. Working to demand picked it up, jumbled it around, threw it on the ground, and then mm-hmm. added some of the feces that you didn't put in your bag to it. Oh what? I thought I got it all. Mm. Oh man. So, you could ever get it all. But they're they're blaming everybody but themselves, including Jeremy Corbyn is doing the same. I mean they had a they had a I think they had a briefing point last night that if it went badly to blame Brexit. But right. it's not Brexit's fault. It's Jeremy Corbyn's fault. He needs to he needs to resign. He needs to get out of the way. They need to choose someone else. Granted, it can be someone that'll take up the mantle of some of his policies, but they need to recognize that you don't lose 42 seats when you're already way behind mm-hmm. without there being something bigger than it just being Brexit. Like even when, like they talk about the Brexit thing, he he refused to take a stance. He tried to, like he wouldn't even tell people how he would vote in his own referendum that was apparently his policy to call. It was ridiculous. He, yeah. There was no leadership there. Yeah, And... Unfortunately Boris Johnson may have been driving a tractor through a whole load of bricks. Or or running into I just think like you see
0: everyone in the back Hey that that man gets results. <laughs> exactly. As Boris Johnson just bursts through all after
1: Hooray He hid in a he hid in a fridge to avoid an interview, but still he made the choice to hide in a fridge.
0: <laughs> hey that that man gets results.
1: It, it, that's honestly what that's what the difference was it, yeah, it's, it's he was willing to pin his he was willing to pin his flags to a mast he was willing to actually m- make a choice yeah. whereas Jeremy Corbyn thought that he could get around what has dominated British politics since 2015
0: mm. So do you think Labour now is going to pull more to the centre like that previous I, version we talked about
1: or I don't think so no. um, the Labour Party apparatus is built so that the people that came in to elect jeremy corbyn and then solidify his position hold all the levers of power and he's also saying he's not willing to stand down he's willing to guide them through their period of reflection as they try and figure out what to do next corbyn said this corbyn said i thought he was stepping down i thought he said he He said he won't lead them into the next election right but he said he doesn't want to stand down until they get a new leader which takes months right okay normally what happens after something like i remember in the last big election when was that that was 2011 no 2015, when David Cameron won his small majority. Um, I remember I'd watched the coverage overnight. I went to bed, I woke up and I was going into work and I remember seeing on the telly um, Ed Miliband giving his speech at four o'clock in the afternoon saying he was resigning. He took full responsibility. I fucked up. Mm -hmm. I'm quitting. Fix it. (laughs) Someone else has to fix it. Jeremy Corbyn is not willing to do that because his most important thing was to take over the Labour Party, to reverse the centre changes that Tony Blair had brought in and to try Labour to a much more left position. But you've had two elections and it hasn't worked. So, yeah, it's time for some new leadership, new, not just new leadership, a whole new direction. I don't think that's going yeah, to
0: happen. It's fine. OK, it's, I, I'll do it. It's fine. <laughs> I'll do it. Stop beating around the bush. I will do it. I will take yeah. up this mantle.
1: You're going to need an <laughs> awful lot of hours of whale song to deal with the stress from that position.
0: I've got you should see my playlist. Steve, am I kidding? I think I'm ready. <laughs> First issue on the table puppy suffrage get them to vote won't happen again we won't have we'll never have a repeat uh, okay. so that's Labour let's talk about Conservatives and yeah. Boris so now Boris is Boris is bolstered Bar- Boris has gotten what he needs and then some I would say what is this new version of Boris going to get like if this is Pokemon and Boris Johnson that we know him was like stage one Bulbasaur what does the Ivysaur of of Boris Johnson look like no He's definitely not a Bulbasaur. What Pokemon would he He be? He is a Bulbasaur because
1: he looks like a Chode. That's (laughs) he's a bit like a beige Blastoise though. (laughs) That's true, yeah. But Blastoise is kind of cool. What's the Blastoise is cool. What's the the
0: shittiest Pokemon? (laughs) Mr. Mime's pretty shite. (laughs) Mr. Mime's just, Mr. Mime's just, we talked about this, any bipedal Pokemon, they're just dudes, like macho, they're just guys, <laughs> they're, they're just men, they're not Pokemon. What is this Pokemon You've Pokemon got working. legs and arms and a face and stuff, you're just a man. <laughs> you're called Mr. <laughs> Mr. your name is Mr. Mime, your, your first name's probably like Jeremy or something, what are you doing? <laughs> Jeremy Mime. <laughs> but he can't talk, so he can't tell people he's a man, just living this life of indentured servitude to this fucking prick Ash, he's making him fight. Did I tell you about the mime at the Stranger Things show who trapped me in a box? Yeah, and you couldn't figure out how to get out. He trapped me and Jer and Nick in a box <laughs> and walked away and the three of us just left pressed together. Anyway, uh, Boris is Blastoise. <laughs> What's his future look like?
1: This is an interesting question because we've had a lot of Boris Johnsons over the years. Right. Um, he has no problem. What's your favourite Boris Johnson? <laughs> Uh, I really liked the one where he had to quit as foreign secretary and was an absolute loser for a couple of months. See, I got the one where I love that. I've got the, the action figure right
0: here. I'm looking at now when he was mayor and is obsessed with bikes. So he's just got on like a little tiny bike and his hair is constantly
1: pressed back. <laughs> like the wind's blowing in his face. Yeah, that was a good one too. You see, this is the one that people think might happen. Um, that Boris Johnson was quite a liberal Tory. He mm-hmm. was the mayor of a very liberal London for a long time. Did quite well. Well, I mean. I don't actually know what much of his policies were, but he was a good figurehead for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has mentioned in his victory speeches, one nation Tory party, which is code for David Cameron's project to try and de-Thatcherize and make them less the nasty party and try and make them appeal to people like Mr. Workington Man. Right. So maybe that's the way he's going to go. Maybe he's going to pull away from Brexit Boris, which is what we've had Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. Yeah. Like he did actually specifically say in his speech, um, he acknowledged that people, you may have just ticked the vote in a Labour area, you may have always voted Labour, and you 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 lent us your vote, and thank you. We will try and use it well. And he didn't even say, "Oh, I'm going to try and keep it." He's like, "Yes, this is about Brexit. You got that, so that's what my job is. I'm going to get that done." Mm.
0: And so, then he said, "Thanks, suckers," and rode off on a bus.
1: <laughs> <spot. laughs> well, you see, this is the
0: danger. Yeah. So does this <laughs> he, does this mean? So that we've talked about it before. But how will this affect the future of the party? We have this big influx of previously Labour-supporting voters who have now switched over to to Conservative. How will this sea change affect the DNA of what the Conservative Party is and what it means to be a Tory? Or will it change it at all?
1: Um, Technically, it, like you're going to you're going to have more calls for more investments in these areas more NHS funding more funding for councils all the kind of things that these areas really desperately need mm-hmm. but it is still the tory party it is still the, tor- the party of money of the city of big finance and these guys these 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 MPs that have been elected that are coming in they've been thinking oh i'm going to come in and make all these changes but they're they're way behind on the Tories that have been in for 5 or 10 years that have already met with the lobbyists for the for the finance companies that are going to be making all that money and to be honest that's what the that's what the Tories are going to concentrate on as they always have yeah making money for so rich maybe, people
0: yeah so maybe outward brand-wise they might mention more of these workington areas and their people but policy-wise and actions Business as usual, you think?
1: Yeah, like some of the reaction of the um, like the people associated with Novara Media, you know, the really, really left-wing, mm-hmm. essentially socialist people that were backing Jeremy Corbyn, they're they're in bits today and they're saying, "Oh my God, people are going to die because of Boris Johnson being elected." Um, yes, probably because of yeah, the lack I of mean, funding. There's a dire- yeah, I mean, you don't have
0: enough NHS nurses and doctors, and people don't get the treatment they need. And yep. You know, there is time sensitive and time critical conditions that a lot of people have. And yeah, it's just like a simple enough equation, I think.
1: Yeah, because I don't
0: think it's a leap to say that.
1: Yeah, it was the, like it was the the originator of one one nation Toryism, David Cameron, who brought in the harshest austerity regime simply because not simply like, I mean, there was a lot of financial reasons to do it, but also he really wanted to cut down the size of the state that that the um, that the Gordon Brown and Tony Blair administration had really built up. So yeah it's not it's not going to be good to be a poor person in the UK for the next while yeah but in saying that well, it's still as much Labour's fault as anyone else because they really shouldn't have lost this badly yeah and they did and this is where we are but like
0: I said the forbidden prophecies foretold this you and I are familiar We're, we've read the sacred texts we knew this was coming
1: the sacred texts so written by you that um, basically said everything might happen <laughs> well yeah listen to our live show I predicted all of this and some <laughs> other stuff that may
0: still happen it may still happen jo- Johnny Knoxville and Ashton Kutcher have yet to reveal themselves so What's this? look I'm shrugging again <laughs> why why why
1: why <laughs> why? Oh, God, why 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 <laughs>
0: Look, OK, I better, uh, we better go clean up all this shit off the wall and ceiling. I'm not going to lie. A lot of it fell on me. Yeah. Well, look, luckily enough, I brought um, a single wet wipe and a half a spray can of Febreze. So I think we're going to be OK. And if that's not a metaphor for this political situation we're in, I don't know what is. Come on, Steve. Let's get beaten.
1: This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.